The following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Welcome back to another episode of Silence Your Phones, your movie review podcast found exclusively on the network at BICVP-radio.com. I'm one of your hosts, Chris Chavez, joined as always by Sean Fritz. I don't even know where to go from here, dude. Have you got your vaccination yet? No, but I'm raspy as hell today. Isn't it, isn't it sexy? Uh, it, make, it makes me sound COVID-free, doesn't it? Because you're in the humid weather, bro. You're in the you're in the uh, you're in the deserts. I've had a climate change in my household. <laughs> there's uh there's someone who let's say she's twice my age living here now. Yeah, and yeah. Um, the temperature has increased in my homestead. What and, do you typically uh, keep it at? Like what's what for? What's your comfort level? Like it, it usually stays at this throughout the day. So typically, I keep it at mm, like. 80. Why would I just say 80? Okay. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm, dude, that's brutal. I'm sorry. No. Um, so yeah, my, my camera is making me look washed out and I'm trying to pull up a gray, to, a gray background. Yeah. And I don't know why I said 80. <laughs> There's nothing on any of my monitors right now that has the number 80 on it, but I, I typed gray. So gray, a gray, got in there. Yeah whatever that's how welcome to welcome to insanity which is in between my ears um no it's uh, i usually so i have a nest thermostat humble brag okay and and uh and so i it fluctuates throughout the day i have it set up to go from like at 11 at night it drops down to 65 because we don't like it hot as hell you know okay. we don't sleep in hell yeah. nor do we play kissed or ozzy osbourne overnight <laughs> so uh and then we have it at uh 7 30 at it kicks up to 68, which helps you be irritated and you have to get up <laughs> at, uh, at 10, it skips up to 71. And then at two, it drops down to 68 or 69. And then it stays that way until about 11 when it drops to 65 again. Okay. Well, grubby paws start to go over and touch the thermostat and rotate it, which means that it just turns it up to 71 or 72. <laughs> well, and here's the thing. I wear socks and slippers. Guess what that does? That keeps me warm. That's hilarious. I also dude. put on a, a long sleeve shirt. Do you now do you have to go without? You have to like take your socks and slippers off. You're like, I feel like I'm no. at the beach. I will kick <laughs> off my, my slippers. Sli- where's my sandals? Just my slippers. I will keep my socks on okay. because my feet will get very cold. I so the house is built on a slab. And I don't think that I've closed the vents in the uh in the slab at all this year and not a big deal because we don't get snow so it won't melt into the slab yeah but you know it does rain and it's supposed to get damp and moist down there and dry which is why you leave it open in the summer so it does that but in the winter i guess you're supposed to close them whatever man if only you had a a hidden tunnel 
to uh, to escape to a little a little underground bunker to escape. It's colder. To. Da- it's cold down there, which I'm okay with. <laughs> bring your bring your socks and and slippers with you, man. If I had access to a back cave. So, uh, so yeah, you'll have a raspy voice. Hopefully, maybe by the end of this episode, you won't be able to talk anymore. You won't be expected to interact with people. They can just all leave you alone because you can't talk. I mean, it's <laughs> second best only to isolation, right? That's the Underground dream, right? isolation. That's the dream. Um, all right. So, we're refer- again, we are a movie review podcast, and we are actually referencing uh, a, a, something that actually comes into a play. It comes into play in one of the movies in the movie. Jesus, I can't talk this. In the only movie that we talk about today. In the movie we watched and are going to discuss today. The movie we watched was 2019 South Korean black comedy, Parasite. I'm deadly serious. South Korean black comedy. It can also be described as a dark comedy. Yes. Yes. Which is different, which is. I guess depending on your interpretation is a different a different type of uh different different type of interpretation uh, well, probably I'll, the word I just said because I forgot what I was talking about. I'll tell you I uh that's my bad as well. So what I was doing like I was just kind of reading that first line on on Wikipedia mm-hmm. and I forgot to throw in the word thriller cuz thriller is part of the description of this black comedy thriller. So uh yeah, dude, um, you're right. Black, black, the, the term black comedy, dark comedy, however you want to look at it, it's a film that people um, usually use to describe films that are are pretty dark, you know. And the the subject matter is is kind of um, on on this. I don't even know what I'm trying to say there, but it, again, it's dark. However, there are beats throughout this movie that you can't help but laugh or are are 
comedic. You almost have to have it that way because otherwise it's just the exorcist <laughs> or, or Midsommar. Yeah. It's just, it's just an, an, an assault on the senses. Right. Um, yeah, dude, you're par- just, you're redlining adrenaline nonstop in that yeah. case. It's, it's absolutely insane. So this is what parasite is. Parasite's a 2019 film uh, again, South Korean black comedy thriller directed by Bong Joon Ho. I have never heard of this guy until this, this uh, film. Wasn't uh, he in Rush Hour? Was he? No, that was Jin Tao. <laughs> yeah, that was the that was uh, the the organization that they were looking for. Oh, okay. That, that's a that's a dark humor joke right there. <laughs> <laughs> um. So so this entire film is South Korean. I was about to try to go through all the people who are in this film, and I mean we'll get to it when we start talking about the cast. But it's a completely South Korean cast, uh, or you know maybe North Korean. I'm not sure. Um. But this, the movie, the movie, highly f- doubtful. Yeah, uh, the fa- this movie follows the members of a poor family who scheme to become employed by a wealthy family and they'll f- infiltrate their household by posing as unrelated, highly qualified individuals. When you hear that, just that description, it doesn't really scream um, thriller. It doesn't really come across as like, it does sound like a comedy if you think about it. You're like, okay, I guess we're getting in, this is going to be a funny movie. Um that was definitely not the case with this movie. All right. So let me ask you this before we even get into the plot summary. Um, and by the way, all actors are South Korean. Okay. Good to know. Um, so this movie won the 2019, a lot of awards. Yeah. So let's see here. My favorite in the name is, so won the golden globe award for best foreign language film that stay straight to the point. Right. The BAFTA award name is hilarious. The BAFTA Award for Best Film Not in the English Language. How about Just Best kidding. Foreign Film? Yeah. Non-English Film? I mean, okay. So, okay. It, it was it was all over everyone's radar in 2019 as yeah. this is the movie to see. This is a different movie. This is a different take on something. And yeah. a lot like um, A Quiet Place. Remember how you were like, I don't get it. Well, that was it. This is kind of like that in terms of not the I don't get it part, but more so the this is different from everything else. Yes, like, like I remember. Yeah, I remember hearing that. a lot about this and everybody talking about this director and just the kind of this revolutionary kind of film he came with. Uh, yeah, you're right. 2019, 90s, it won the Best Picture Academy Awards, Best Director and Best Original Screenplay play and best international feature film so i say all that to ask you this what did you know about this you hadn't seen it before neither did i no what did you know about this movie before we watched it the only thing i knew about the film was that it was south korean that Mm -hmm. everybody was talking about it and that it it um it was a commentary on social class okay that's the only thing i knew about it tell you what i knew about it (laughs) I knew one thing that was spoiled from a podcast that I was listening to where they were, it was like eight weeks ago. And they're like, if you haven't seen it by now, what's wrong with you? And they said, and then they backed up. True. Uh, And then they backed off a little bit and said, you know what? Let's just talk in, in, um, in fragments. So that they, not to relay everything. And like, how about the time, how about where they see, where they find that hidden door in the basement? And I'm like, fuck hidden door in the basement i thought this movie because i haven't even though i haven't seen this movie either 
I thought this movie was Get Out. Oh, you like, haven't seen the, the Get twist? Out? No. Uh, and, and I thought that's what they were talking about. Like, oh, there's a hidden door in the basement where whatever the whole... I don't know about Get Out yet either. So I was like, okay, so that, is that where they... I'm, I'm thinking Parasite, they take over... Like, they take over something, not what happens in the movie, but they take over, like, a body or somebody becomes Leatherface or, or something yeah, along yeah, yeah. those lines. Something a little more supernatural or... or yeah more okay. mystical or, or whatever yeah so that, that was my i was like all right so you're well. going into this film waiting for something like that to go down and and then they find the basement and i'm like okay well this is clearly not what i was expecting so yeah. and and i was i was i knew there was going to be a door to a in the basement mm-hmm. i'm like I'm looking around i'm like oh is it on the left there where they don't see anything where you can't see the door so it's like yeah. oh hidden passage play the legend of zelda do 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 thing <laughs> that's weird right that 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 doorway it was always this pit like light didn't penetrate the 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 threshold of the door right there is where that dark shadow stopped and you couldn't see anything and it's they supposed to be like a, a little yeah it's so weird dude um so yeah the plot of this film is exactly what it says there's this it's a it's it is a it is definitely a commentary on the class system and in south korea you know it's about this family who's uh, considered a very very low class family you know they're they're just desperate to try to get jobs and make money um and they get an in on on uh <clears throat> working for a very high class you know well-to-do family through their son through through this this the the boy in the in the film the the young man the kim family is the yes. poor family that kevin as they call him yeah goes to work for the park family as an english tutor right which he gets because his buddy typically does it but he's going at it he's going to europe and so he just says hey i need you to cover for me so you know i'm going to you know i think you're amazing at teaching english and their daughter is a which is a younger girl i think she's like what 15 16 something like that she said she's a sophomore so i'm assuming she's 16 yeah um she's learning english and he basically gives with the rave reviews you know gets this kid in there and so while he's there he starts to realize that there's all these other kind of positions within this family that this family is so well to do that they don't lift a finger for anything it's like everybody does everything for them there's somebody who takes care of the house like a nanny there's somebody who does the driving there's somebody who teaches the daughter um uh or no 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 the is working with the son with uh, the artwork the, the the behavioral health kind of thing because the, the youngest son of the rich people have that has kind of like a I was assuming it's like a kind of like an Asperger's type of a thing an autistic type of spectrum maybe but throughout the film the the daughter who's taking English lessons from Kevin yeah she she confides in Kevin that he's just acting he, out. it's an act so is it that his dad's always busy or that you know we we, we learn throughout the Later but there's the that weird that, savant thing because he's sitting there decoding the Morse code as the lights are are lighting up. He's but writing he was in down. The boy, he was in the Boy me. Scouts though. Oh, you're right. He was in the Boy Scouts. Good call. They, call, they called it Cub Scouts in the Amazon. Yeah. Uh, translation. Some some of the translations were a little laughable. Yeah, yeah. It's, but, it was good though, dude. But you're right. Uh, um, it was it was that. But anyway, so the idea is is that the 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 tutor the the young man who becomes the tutor decides to kind of work around getting his family jobs through this place and acting like they don't know each other. He, they just kind of highly recommend each other. Um, 
and then we just we see this we see this kind of interaction on what it's like for somebody of the lower class to get a chance to go in and actually live off of and get the feeling of that kind of higher class society um but in the, doing so, they're also re- very much reminded over and over of their true status in, in how they're seen in society there. You know what I mean? That, that, like that, the, when the one dude here overhears uh, the father, what is it, the Kims? Yes. So when the, uh, the, the patriarch of the Kim family overhears the, the rich guy talking to his wife about how he smells and he can't take the smell of him. You know, I'm like, how embarrassing is to listen to that with your family all sitting there and, and the guy's just literally disparaging you in front of your entire family. Well, un- unbeknownst, they were having a private conversation. Yeah. And yeah. And, and him just being, uh, uh, you know, just like this guy, he never crosses the line, but his smell does. Yeah, it's so just demeaning, dude. And he sits, has to sit there and take it and mm-hmm. listen to it. And then, you know, he even like sniffs his shirt to be like, "Does it, do I really stink? You know what I mean? Well, and okay, so here's a peek. Again, welcome to the insanity of Sean Fritz. The <laughs> biggest thing that I never want to have happen is, and my, I guess my greatest fear, here we go, introspective moment with Sean, because <laughs> this movie is about mental health and here's some health, mental you health. So? Okay, I want to hear this. Okay is so i have two cats i don't want my house to smell like cats i don't want my house to smell like cat litter i do not want my house or my person to smell like cat piss because you can't get rid of that smell Mm -hmm. you got to burn the house down and build it (laughs) build it fresh you know it's like the poultry guys just just let it get sucked into the void you know burn it down throw a stick of dynamite you know whatever i know the fire chief that's not an that's not an admission of guilt um and, and the chief uh, cut that cut that chris yeah yeah cut that also not a not an admission of guilt but it's like that's my biggest thing like i don't care what people think about my fashion mm-hmm. i know that my work speaks for itself because i just got promoted but um you know the i don't want my house or my person in public or in private to smell like cat piss because that shit is gross. That means that you are, if you smell like that outside of your house, that means that your house is a mess. Mm -hmm. And if it smells like that in your house, that means you are used to it and you do not smell it on yourself or in your home. Right. Because you get used to the smell. That's, that's the long way of saying your nose will detect something different than what Mm -hmm. it normally is into. Basically what your brain deems to be a threat. If it smells it every day, it's not a threat anymore. So if you, if you cut a, uh, if you rip a nice one, then, um, you know, that's a threat to, I don't know, your own, you're like, oh shit. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. People are going to smell it and wonder if it was me. And you feel like that's, this is, do you feel like, so I'm really interested in, in hearing your thoughts on, on the plot piece of it, because in, in, cause you, I, I love this about movies too, is the way you people can watch movies and get two different things from it, depending on how you're watching it. And you said that, that you, you feel that mental health plays a lot into this film. And I didn't see that whatsoever. Mostly what I saw is a lot of classism and the way you treat people and how it can literally drive people to the edge, right? Like we unfortunately, you know, live through back in the day, something like Columbine and mm-hmm. to, to be like, what the hell? How could how could this happen? But then the stories came out and you heard about the kind of bullying that was happening and those kinds of things. And you think to yourself, well, yeah, 
obviously that happens all the time. We were bullied in school when you were younger. It was just kind of a thing that you dealt with. And it was kind of a thing where adults turned the blind eye and looked at it. And we're just like, ah, that's just something kids go through. They'll, they'll get through it. They'll be fine. They'll grow up, you know? And this film, I saw it from that kind of a perspective and lens. And maybe it was because I was going in with that pre, you know, that knowledge of knowing that it had to do some sort of commentary on classism. But I really want to hear on your side of it, the take of, of the mental health piece. So, uh, so these people are world-class manipulators. Oh yeah. I mean, that in and of itself is a, a little mental health esque. Like you got some shit to work on there, Cowboys. Um, no, they're not unmotivated. And they isn't just, that real quick? I just want to say this to that. The fact that they were lower class, you're supposed to feel bad, but like the fact that they were that manipulative and that kind of, how do you feel bad for the people that you're supposed to kind of feel bad for in this film? Well, they're also opportunistic. Yes. You know, I mean, also we'll come back to this, but let's talk about that elevated toilet later. Okay. I mean, I, I, I could tell you the exact why and how that's, that's that way, but like, wow. Uh, but you know, so, um, so there is, um, um, there's, there's some mental health issue. You watch this with your wife. Yeah. 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 Okay. So your wife, uh, as some people know, is she, she works with people's melons. Yeah. Um, heads specifically. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, <laughs> yeah. Um, that, yeah. that could have been misconstrued. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, okay, now I realize. Yeah, now I stepped into it. <laughs> so your wife is a what? She is a psychologist, psychiatrist, mental health counselor. Okay, so so your wife works with people. She sits, listens to them talk, and works yeah. through problems. LMHC. Yeah. So my uh, so E is a um, she is a a coach. Um, she has her PCC, whatever that means. I work in mm -hmm. IT, um, but it's uh, she she does coaching life coaching, things of that nature, not like pick up the phone and call your life coach to make a decision, but like, yeah. Hey, let's meet once a week, once, once every other week or whatever How are things going. Oh, you should do this kind of thing. This is better. Not for even you. It, tell me your problem. You know, it, it's, it's a lot like what your, your wife does, but it's, there are some nuances and I don't know because it's HIPAA. I don't sit in on any of that stuff, you know, yeah. stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. Um, but you know, through, through all that, she, she helps people. She deals with uh, she listens to people. She works with a therapist as any other person who listens to problems should do. Yeah. Um, and you know, there are some closer things that, that her and I, not each other, but with other folks have been dealing with trying to improve some things, certain things with, with people we know and people that we may or may not be related to. We are. Yeah. Um, uh, and, um, these people have like a, um, not a schizophrenia, but maybe like a person, a person, personality, borderline personality disorder, perhaps where the whole looking family for handouts, pardon the whole, the whole family. I mean, it's, it's part environmental. It's part, you know, almost like a shared kind of psychosis. Yeah. Because they're all in that same, they're all in that same environment, you know, yeah. it's part, you know, hereditary part, um, you know, environmental they're poor. They live in a sub basement, which is called out specifically by people who are on the uppity side. Dude, the fact that their their basement has windows where you think those are a lot of windows. Nice. No, it opens up into an alleyway where this dude is constantly pissing. And Notice then how they the come... alleyway slopes downward towards yes. their apartment too. And then they, and they come they the in with open. the with the fumigation, that fumigation thing to get rid of the pesticides, just 
pours into and, their apartment, man. And their maybe, job, maybe that's messing with them. That could be too, but their job is also to their consultants. Like they're like, they're like consultants for folding pizza boxes. I don't know, dude. Or yeah, they're like, they're basically folding pizza boxes for a pizza place, trying to make money that way, right? And they're yeah. watching videos of people who do it super fast to try to figure out how you know how to get better at it and make more money with the time they have. The four of them are doing the job of one part timer. Good lord! Just kind of up and left, and th- this whole family <laughs> is is they're they're opportunistic. They're they're entitled when they when they first get a taste they become very entitled oh, yeah. to we deserve more yeah and, and you know they are they're they're taking to their credit they are taking the skills that they have developed like the daughter is great at forgery and photoshop so she makes kevin a credentials or what i would yeah. perceive as credentials yeah, yeah and fake documents basically. yeah and the dad used to drive somewhere so they go to a car dealership because they know it's a mercedes you know when jessica the daughter gets the, yeah. the other guy fired interesting way she got him fired by the way yeah, no kidding uh and you know, i was like are... and for a while there i was just kind of figuring out what's going on when that was happening I'm like what is happening right now like what, interesting like you're right interesting way to get him fired but then it all comes into play i was like oh mm-hmm. yeah and they do the same with the mom they get the housekeeper mm-hmm. you know who was there who came with the house basically yeah uh and more on that yes. later. oh yes but she knows all the ins and the outs of the house and oh, yeah. you know it's just there's just a lot of underhanded tactics to their credit the family sticks together mm-hmm. there's yeah, no they don't turn on each other there's not a lot of infighting there's so that's a lot the, of ball busting but it's it it's them like against it was, the world yeah it's mo that's the thing they're all kind of doing it for their family for them to continue to survive and, and try to have a better life but by any means necessary yeah yeah but usually the way again the reason i saw it as the classism was that they, they were pushed to that kind of that kind of uh, you know, decision-making skills and that kind of behavior. Um, and, and we don't know. And then even, even further, you know, towards the end of the movie, they, they get pushed even further, which, mm-hmm. wow. Well, um, and, and part of it too, we don't know the whole backstory of, there might be a shorthand there with the class system in South Korea. Yeah. But, you know, um, as far as, and, and never mind, we'll get to it when we get to the acting, the actors. Okay. Uh, any other pieces of the mental health aspect you were seeing there or you, or you were, you were interpreting? Um, I mean, that was kind of it. It was, yeah. Uh, but Oh, also, so the name of the movie parasite, who is the parasite? Is it the family? Exactly. Is it the dad? Is it the mom? Is it the parents, the children, the rich people, the rich people? Exactly. Or the people that they got fired that were leeching on these people who is in fact the parasite. Exactly. Is, or, everyone the it tunnel, just shows it, the tunnel dwellers it kind of makes it feel more like every it, it, the what it did was kind of put this mirror up to like say you're the one saying that i'm the parasite well i put the mirror up to yourself and you're seeing you and you're putting the mirror up and i'm seeing me and it's kind of like this weird uh coexistence of parasites like one parasite would not su- survive without the other one which it's wouldn't survive without the other one exactly it's just kind of this weird yeah, yeah dude, it's yeah the family is are being leached off of the parks are being leached off of by the original co-workers yep or, or staff 
who were and, leeching off the guy that was there initially. And the Kims, the poor family, are leeching off of the family from a different end or yeah. leeching off of the former staff. Yeah. And leeching off of different p- things too. Like, think about this. Like some parts of it, they're leeching, they're, they're using, I mean, there are men, uh, means to the end. And a lot of the means are the leeching. Like, like the one young, uh, the girl, the, the sister, the, the, who's the, what's her name? Jessica. Uh, is that her name? The, the one who gets the, yes, the Jessica. Art, the art teacher. Yeah. Yes. So she gets the job and she's literally leeching off this woman's fear that her child has like something has happened with her child, right? That little corner in the bottom. Dude, and just kind of leeching off of it, using it and sucking more into it. You know what I mean? Like it so much in this film of, is crazy. It reminds me of an episode. I think it might've been Law and Order uh, where Martin Short played this over like two or three episodes, played this guy that could read really subtle facial, uh, uh, like uh, unconscious facial motions. Mm-hmm. And like there's like a grid of 16 on the face or something. And like, if you move like this part right here under your left, your right eye, that's fear but it's like yeah like you see that that this was a slight twitch yeah and 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 if you do that in combination with something else it could be another emotion being invoked by a different part of your parts of your brain interesting so so it's i mean not that these people are educated to know that but they say like the girl says one thing and granted they are set up by the previous employer the yeah. employee family member to, to know what to look for and then they can kind of tailor it and the mother doesn't doesn't hurt that the uh the park mother is as gullible as they come and that's what the one friend says as soon as he gets her his his friend the job initially he's like don't worry about the mom like she's easy she's gullible and initially i was just like wait a second is he talking about like like something sexual like he's talking mm-hmm. about i'm getting in on that and that wasn't it at all it was literally that she could believe you could tell her that uh the sky was purple today and she needed to stay indoors and not look outside and she would believe or at the sun or at the sky she, would she look, wouldn't do not look outside whatsoever do not look at the sky and she wouldn't wear a visor um, just like yeah. the lpga i think that's a good transition dude let's go into the acting on this this with the cast Um, again, completely South Korean. So for us, unless you've been watching South Korean films, I'd have to say I don't know anyone in this film at all. So I couldn't be like, oh, this person, you know, I'm so used to this great acting. And it was, you know, I didn't know what I was getting in this. But and I, think, I was I was and impressed. I think, and I think as a, two white guys, yeah, me more than you, you are. Your last <laughs> name is Chavez, by the way. Chavez. Uh, so you are Peruvian to a degree, there right? There you go. Uh, also... Just like America, nowhere near South Korea. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. So um, I think if we're respectful enough of these pe- of these people, let's just call them whatever the name that they uh, Park son, Park mom, Park dad, Park sister. You yeah, know. yeah, Mr. Kim, Mrs. Kim, yep. Mrs. Mr. And Mrs. Park, um, Mr. Kim. I thought he was great, dude. Oh, he's perfect. He's like an old Shang Tsung, the guy that played the Shang Tsung. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. But he's not yeah. that guy. No. That guy was in Man in the High Castle miniseries on Amazon. He's good, dude. This guy was his. I like this guy. I don't know. There was a lot. It, there was a lot of complexities in the way he played certain parts of his role as the father, as the driver. Just more of a like a, a yes salesman. sir, no sir kind of a thing. But salesman um, too. Here, I got this awesome business card. Yeah, okay, Patrick Bateman. 
know, <laughs> it's like, this yeah, is a very like, this professional is a very business nice. card. Yeah. I know you're, I, I can take your word for it. Cause this is very nice card. Only the top, top okay, people dude. in the world would use this kind of card, dude. What? Like, uh, like, um, it's like a felt card with a, I don't know, like man. an embossed gold, raised gold, gold letter. I could print something like that on that printer. Right. Right there. Yeah, exactly. Make yourself a, a 3d printer card. This guy though, um, Ooh, you know, plays the, there you go, plays the, uh, you know, the father again in those different roles really well. And then all the way up to the end, like having to sit there and listen to himself be demeaned. And then we could see that moment that he kind of snaps when he's watching, you know, uh, at the, towards the very end here, there's this kind of it just goes off the rails, dude. All of a sudden somebody's stabbed and is dying and he's watching this rich guy, Mr. Park, instead well, it was of his worrying, daughter, instead of worrying about somebody dying, right. It's worried about like, give me the keys. Like, let's go. To, and I was just like, what is happening right now? And he just snaps. He's just gone. He just did such an amazing job. I can see why this film did get the accolades. It did dude, because I, th- I thought I'm just going to keep saying it over and over. Everyone here did such an amazing job and a, and a great performance, but Mr. Park, I thought hit it out of the, Oh no, I'm sorry. Mr. Kim uh, hit it out of the park. Well, and I think so did Mr. Park just oh, this, yeah. this calm, just kind of flippant dismissive of whatever. Mm-hmm. Eh. He's like the big boss in charge. Did you get the vibe that he was the Samsung CEO? Which something like South that Korea. right like some some sort of ceo some high high right again a guy who doesn't think twice about the fact that anything you know i sneezed and somebody's coming to wipe it up i don't care his, be his decisions are final never questioned because they have been so far successful exactly um Again, the, the children, Nathan and Jessica, two, the, the, again, like, or Kevin and Jessica, the brother and sister that kind of played off of each other. Uh, I think they played off each other pretty well, but they had mm-hmm. their own kinds of personalities where this, you know, he, he was about trying to get his, his, his family in and she was right on it. It was like almost like these two were the ones that came up with this idea together. That's how it felt, that kind of a relationship. Yeah, like they would be the, the masterminds. Well, I mean, and you did see, part of it where they were coming up with the uh the script and knowing exactly what exactly. just to get the mom in there to you know and then the plan to get the the, the bloody rag oh which was obvious you could see that coming a mile away yeah, and then he yeah, hides yeah. the hot sauce packet putting your so good dude it was it was it was it was it was good man it makes you think man these people are just conniving conniving people um mrs park again you know she really played this kind of uh, like you said, gullible, naive woman, very worry, well. worry or as well. Oh yeah, oh yeah, like and terrified. concerned with everything, if it was out of place. And I love how she was boiling clothes on the stove when the housekeeper was fired. That's right, that's right. Like, like, like she- just to show how inept she is with, <laughs> with all that stuff. Um, the housekeeper, great performance as well. You know, very put together, and then later like that she comes in almost like, and it was very, again, cause I didn't know what was going on. I was just really like, okay, this is where it's going to get crazy. This housekeeper is going to come back and hunt them all inside this house. That's what this movie is. And it wasn't that at all. She comes in and she looks crazed, but it's because she's really, you know, freaking out that her husband's probably dead. Cause spoiler alert, there's a hidden, you know, bunker and tunnel that leads to the bunker in this house where, 
her husband has been living in and basically for four years, they did the same thing that this family's doing. They've just kind of got in there and started leeching off of, of this, this, this rich but, family, but, but in a different way, like yeah. they leached off of it because she came with the house and her husband, uh, uh loan sharks were involved with her husband and that's yeah. all we know. So he's yeah. hiding from them because they're going to, they call them creditors. I'm like, and then they said, they'll come in and stab him. And I'm like, hold on. Yeah. They're not creditors. They just call nonstop. <laughs> Last time I checked, that's, that's all they had the authority to do. <laughs> in Maybe this country, your paycheck. Yeah. In South Korea, bro. They will stab you. You don't pay your credit card bill. Well, I think they, somebody said loan sharks, or at yeah. least that's what the, the that's what my the insinuation uh, is. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, but dude, you know that I, she played great. She played it great as well. I thought, like, like I said, coming in, I thought she was about to lose it and kill everyone in the house. And it was more about that kind of. Uh, what was know, the deal with her, her being husband. all beat up too? Did yeah, she, I don't know. Did she try that? to? Did she slip and fall somewhere? Like, did I we would, miss? Did we miss something? Or did no? Does Mister Park like you're fired? And he like beat her before she leaves. She wasn't. She didn't get. She wasn't beat up. No. Um when she left but like did she slip did she do something i don't i don't know but whatever it was it made her look absolutely petrifying like like she was off her rocker and was about to annihilate everyone mm-hmm. um everybody even down to the little kid dude you know now not being korean or south korean and, and being able to really pick up on certain nuances i felt because we always talk about you know kids performances of kids in movies I thought he was great. I thought he played this kind of, again, it came across almost like an autistic spectrum type of a, a of a child. And he, I thought he did a good job. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he wasn't really, he was serviceable to the plot. He wasn't like, I don't even know what the kid looked like. Cause I don't think he either, he never had something. I don't think he ever had something not on his face or like he was far enough in the background but you know, I, I don't recall, uh, but I, I did love the fact that he was like, there are some people in America, this is like the exact opposite of some people in America are um, very interested and very fascinated with foreign culture. Mm-hmm. This kid's like, I love American stuff. <laughs> yeah, and the family's yeah. like, and this is a, a quote for later, but oh, it's from America. It can't be garbage. Yeah. Yeah. Is oh, that, exactly. There's so, yeah. What was it? It was a, a toy or something that they had gotten. Walkie talkies. Oh, it was the walkie talkies. Yeah. That they were, oh, they were made in America. Top quality stuff. Uh, uh, we usually get a lot of the stuff from that China. part of the world. But uh, then again, that's not necessarily quality stuff. It's made to break. There you go. Some um, more than others. And then the housekeeper's husband was the other top player in this film, which I thought, you know, again, great performance, especially at the end, that kind of, you know, I don't know, man. He really, he, he, he came across as super desperate and, you know, the, the husband in the tunnels. Yeah. Well, his wife was kicked down the stairs, had a concussion Good and eventually God. had died. Good God. Like, and those weren't soft stairs. They were concrete, <laughs> thick, solid. Ugh. Yeah. You know what? That's the thing. When this movie started going that route, I was like, holy crap. Like, this is getting crazy. This reminded me of, did you ever see this movie? What was the name of that movie? I can't remember now, but it was about, uh, Chris. I remember Christian Slater's in it. A couple other guys are in it and it's a, a bachelor party where they're, uh, they have a stripper and one of them's in the bathroom with her and ends up killing her on accident. 
And then from then forward, everything else in the movie, you're just like, no, this is so fucked up. Stop making the wrong decisions. That's what this felt like. And that's what that was one of Aaron's biggest uh, things she said is that this movie, the way it made her feel inside was the way Uncut Gems made you feel inside. That everything uh-huh. just kept getting worse and worse and they kept making the worst decisions. There's that entire scene, dude, when they're all underneath that coffee table, for lack of a better term, mm-hmm. while the parks, uh, the husband and wife are laying on the couch, falling asleep. And they're trying to get away and they all get out of there except the, the, the father. And he's like literally laying out there in the middle of the floor. I was like, oh God, this, how I can't deal with this tenseness right now. Oh, that, that part. I was just like, <laughs> well, and okay. So if we're talking about that scene, the scene right before that. Yeah. They were going to town. They were like, they were going <laughs> oh, for They were playing, dude. Like, okay. I think that they have a thing in America called that's not, that doesn't work in, in movies. Like it was like one stitch of clothing below like Cinemax. It was ready to go. Um, like, and they have, you know, you know, they didn't I, I found care this that that sun long. could flash that light inside and see anything going on. If he wanted to, they would see the light, which did happen. Yeah. But uh, in America, they now have um, emotional therapy. Well, therapists are emotional, like a, like a, for sex scenes, they have yeah. a closed set and they have an emotional support. Oh, really? For the actors and actresses? Yeah. And and someone to make sure that things don't go farther than what was agreed to. Like if it's like, like if the director's like, ah, oh, just get topless. Like yeah, uh, yeah, there yeah. are certain ones that are like, oh, we'll just, p- just p- go push away. A little further. Just go yeah, away. Yeah. We won't show things, but just do it. Yeah. Uh, there's someone on set that's no. Yeah. I work for the movie company, not you. And especially now in COVID, it's probably like that. Nah, well, nah. th- this was before COVID, but this Step was when, like this was like a Me Too uh, thing, which is, oh, yeah. it's it's a very good thing to have because now people can't be uh, coerced into going beyond what they had previously agreed to. It's like, oh, right. like one more thing, one more. Th-. No, no, pump the brakes. Yeah, you know, put in a put in a record screech. Exactly. No, 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 no. But yeah, dude, it was uh, it. Again, I thought overall the performances were, were pretty, you know, very impressive. Again, I could see why they got accolades. And I don't know any of these actors, so it didn't pull me out of it. I'm going to use the same analogy that I used a couple of weeks ago, and I don't know why I used this then. Oh, that's Robin. I almost said Robin Leach. That's Robin Williams <laughs> in the birdcage. I know yeah. who Robin Williams is. Yeah. Nobody knows who Hank, what Hank Azaria looks like until right. the birdcage. Right. The voice of Homer Simpson has a face. It's not yellow with two combed over lines and a bunch of V's and W's on the sides of his head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but that's because I don't right. know these people. I, I get sucked in right away to this is the story. And these are the characters. These are who these people are. That they, they're not a oh, they're not this famous actor playing this character. Yeah, dude, I definitely get what you're saying. And I thought it was uh it was definitely it was it was great in my eyes. Um, let's get into the soundtrack and the music. Because basically it's a score. It's all. It's a lot of um, a lot of the score. So we 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 say this a lot of the times that the score is very important in terms of the setting the mood and carrying the film. Uh, you know, evoking certain emotions to to make you feel something during this film. And for me, the score for in this film was designed to ver- keep you kind of off kilter and uncomfortable for a lot of the film. A lot of those like like tense moments. So. It's described here on Wikipedia as minimalist piano pieces punctuated with light percussion, which sets the film's tense atmosphere. Yes. Exactly what it does. 
It definitely does. Um, and, and I'm not sure. Is there, is there a specific composer who was, who did the score for this? Uh, yes, there is. It's the same guy that, uh, that Bong worked with on his 2017 film, Akja. See, I've never heard of any of this guy's films, but I got to tell you, after this, it does make me want to check out some of the others and even definitely keep an eye out for future. Um, yeah, that can be extra credit. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but yeah, the music overall for me was 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 on point. I love oh, check, films. Check I love films. Out. Check this out. The end credits song was perform was written by Bong, the director, and performed by the character who played Kevin. Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. Um, yeah, dude, overall, I thought the score, again, you can't say too much on it. The score, like you said, was very kind of minimalistic, but it sets that tone. It gives you this feeling of, of un, unnerved being feeling unnerved during these tense scenes. Um, God, there was a lot of times in this movie where there was these tense scenes of like, Oh my God, are they going to get caught? Is this going to happen? Uh, you know, they're trying to get the, especially when they're all sitting around the house, getting drunk and having a good time eating. And then immediately, Ding dong. He's coming home. And that's the thing. When well, the family, yeah, when the family's coming home. And Aaron was saying it when we we're watching, she goes, with all this rain, she goes, you know, they're, they're going to come right back. Nobody's going to camp. Think about that. I was like, oh, God, you're right. I think about that until, until you know, yeah. we're, we're eight minutes away. And she's like, oh, neat. <laughs> yeah. And they just push uh, everything under the, the couch. Oh, I'm like, are they, and they have to walk upstairs where if you turn your head to the left, you see under everything. Yeah, yeah. How do you? Exactly. Uh, yeah, there was. A, that, that's the thing. It it leaves you kind of on edge. It freaks you out a little. How bit. how aloof are these people? Yeah, very Art. much so. Right. Uh, let's get into the special effects. Minimal, you know. Minimal in terms of until you get to to where we see a lot of the. Quote unquote gore because it's not yeah. too gory, but when it all comes the slasher to film takes over, yeah, yeah, all of a sudden <laughs> there's like stabbings, there's there's head trauma, there's the one dude just bashing his face against the buttons, controlling the, the lights, rock. Oh, God, the rock scene, um, you know, when Dwayne Johnson rolls up, <laughs> drops that elbow on the head, uh, no, the, the money rock, it, which we've never even we, we haven't even referenced yeah. it. All of it, though, all of those pieces for me, very effective again. There was nothing that made me be like, oh, that's hokey and took me out of it. It was very realistic and it looked so good. Whoever did the special effects on this uh, does. Again, I get why there was accolades for this film because everything about it was great. One of the things I did see was that they did do um, visual effects, some gra uh, special computer generated effects for the house. The house itself is doesn't look like that in real life that the, they actually constructed, you know, using post-production visual effects to make this house uh, look the way it did. But other than that, dude, amazing. I thought it was on point. Mm -hmm. That was great. Um, oh, continue. <laughs> I was waiting to see what you had to say. Oh, okay. Yeah, here, I have something. So the South Korean government, speaking of the set, the South yeah. Korean government basically took the set and they wanted to make it into a tourist attraction because it got that much accolades worldwide. Yeah. Like <laughs> $50 million to develop this thing by 2026 for a film experience, tourism facility. Like this is I the first one. Get it. But 
there's greater films that have been out and no, but I, I've never had the urge to be like, you know what? I want to walk through the world of the Godfather. I mean, I would though. Well, this let me is put that also- out there. I would though. If anybody wants to build that main attraction, I'd do that. Well, but this is done in South Korea and in the government is because it's such a worldwide thing. Oh, it could improve tourism. Yeah. Never mind that North Korea is right there. Uh, (laughs) Nobody's coming by to hang out at that set. I mean, South Korea would be an interesting place to go, but you know, yeah, uh, sure. And and HBO is, is a a six hour limited HBO series based on the film with Bong and Adam McKay. So good gravitas. Interesting. Uh, as executive producers in early development. Parasite's oh, a TV sweet. show that will happen in between the sequences in the film. February 2020, Mark Ruffalo and Tilda Swinton confirmed to be cast as a lead role. Oh, February interesting. 2021, Bong announced that he had finished the first two scripts uh, for the pre- started the previous year. He said that one will be in English, the other in Korean. No comment on when it will be finished. That's interesting. You know what I did see about this film too uh, is that there's a black and white edition. Oh, really? Yes, I would love to see it in black and white and see what it looks like that way. I don't That's... know why. There's something different about huh. black and white films. We've discussed that before, and, and the kind of tone that it sets, and and it you know it can completely change the intention of a film. Mm-hmm. That's extra um, credit. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, let me ask you. Overall, man, in terms of was there certain parts of this movie that stick with you like you woke up the next day and you still thought about certain scenes or even the overall you know message of the film or underlying themes well we talked about it already briefly that toilet when it was over well first of all the toilet when it's up high it's yeah because it has to be to get up the when you flush it has to go up to ground level but you need a oh i forget what it's called it's not a sump pump but it's like a, a basement pump or something basically it just you need something that's pressurized to shoot Augustus Goop up through the uh, chocolate fountain yeah, in Willy yeah. Wonka. Yeah, same idea. Same colors just and keep everything. Coming pouring out of your, your yeah. Plumbing. And okay, so that's the other thing. <laughs> that thing was talking like Jim Carrey in the bloopers of uh, Liar Liar, where he's I like, was just like he's what got what the, is going on now? He's got the Brita filter where he's like squeezing the trigger and like the, <laughs> yeah. the flap keeps opening up. He's like, exactly. hello, hello. <laughs> that was so nasty, dude. So. And then nasty. she's just sitting on it at one point, and then Mr. Kim is just wading through all oh. the waste in that apartment just to get the the few things that he owns in this life that he would want to keep. And that when he took that shadow box with the metal off the wall and and it was just like a third of it was just filled with like yellowing water. No dude. And you know, that was just adding to that. Like one more thing that he was about to snap. That was just like one of those. And he's wading through that water and he's going to have some stank on him. They go to this gym that looked like, I don't know, like an outdoor Olympic arena on a smaller scale. Yeah. And everyone's sleeping there. And then the next day they're going through clothing uh, that just to see what they have, they somehow came up with proper clothing to casual clothing to meet these people the next day. But yeah, shower, probably not. They probably had some stank on them. Some more stank. Yeah, man. And just keep adding to that kind of degradation. They already feel with the class of, you know, the class system where they're at trying to, man, it just, yeah, that was a lot. Um, I have to say for me sticks out right away. There's a lot that sticks out. I already mentioned the one spot when, you know, they're trying to sneak out and he's laying there in the Mm. middle of the floor. That was so super tense. Great filming, man. Really had me on edge. Um, 
there was the scene, you know, there was different scenes, you know, uh, just the way they, they kind of frame certain things that the stairs, the hallway, just that kind of in closeness uh, did not, you know, I didn't see the, just watching that, the, the husband of the original housekeeper go insane and absolutely just run out there. And I was like, Oh, this is not going to be good. You know what I mean? Yeah. He just and, mows it on out. And-, and like the horror behind it is like, that is a big, um, uh, that's a, one of the, uh, a big thing in, like the Asian cult. I don't know if it's the culture, but I know out there you see a lot more stabbings, like mass stabbings. There's a lot of times that people are going in subways and stabbing people out of nowhere. And so just to kind of see that play out out of no, you know what I mean? It, not even out of nowhere, but it was just so intense, dude. It was so messed up. Well, um, the guard is let down. Oh God, it's so messed up. And then the, the dad, when he snaps and just goes nuts too, that's, that's messed up, dude. And then like you were saying, the money rock, right? when uh, when that dude just picks it up and like, oh, they don't cut they don't do anything it's like oh yeah i mean it was a dumb brutal it was brutal but his and his leg just and that yep. was i thought he was dead oh God, i mean so brutal dude somehow he didn't die i don't know how yeah but yeah that's the i mean that's those are the parts that really kind of the, stick out to me the end when he's his dad writes the letter and there's the, the, the voiceover and you see him now living in the house. So is he the parasite of whoever lives in that house? He's eating that canned salmon. Ugh. Mm-hmm. Ugh. And then, you know, and then the son writes a letter and it shows he his bought the dream. house and his dad yeah. can come out. But then you're like, Oh, he's still sitting in the basement. Yeah. It was just kind of a dream. It's kind of a letter saying, this is what, uh, this is what the plan is, but Man, it was a movie that when it ended, I was like, wow. I looked over at Aaron. I'm like, so what'd you think? She goes, oh, I need some time to think on that. Yeah. <laughs> definitely need some time to think on that. Yeah. Um, it, it, it's definitely a movie that sticks with you. Like you don't have a choice no. after that. You're like, there's a lot. There were a lot of layers, just a lot of everything. Yeah. And I can see again, I've said it many times now through this episode, definitely can see why they got, you know, the kind of uh, accolades and, and, praise that it got let's go into the 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 uh our rating of this we're doing out of hidden tunnels yeah five hidden mm-hmm. tunnels yeah. already i'll let you go first so before i start with with my with yeah. my diatribe here <laughs> with my my ramblings i looked at some of the so i i have started so i don't own all these movies so i've started not just renting them but just mm-hmm. i'll just buy them on amazon yeah, because them. this is one that i'm gonna have to watch later by the way not not anytime soon. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, I got other work to do for this movie, for this show. It. But I, I read some of the comments and they just made me laugh because it said, you know, Parasite 2019, English subtitles. Mm-hmm. Some of the people were bitching, because complaining. I got in trouble for that the other day at work. Uh, they were complaining <laughs> that um, the subtitles were not in Spanish or French. I'm like, it says right there in the title, right. English subtitles you can't fault it for being not what it's for being something other than what it says it is right. do they make it available in others though in other subtitles i'm sure you're i'm I would sure imagine you're, the streaming service itself has a setting that you can change it to those subtitles and if you buy it on another streaming service i'm sure that you can pick captions yeah. or maybe just do it the sean fritz way and put sub you know closed captions instead your of subtitles own, yeah, on. your own on it yeah um, 
but actually before I, so before, and then there's one other thing I, I'm going to pose it to you. Yeah. What was it like, Chris, to watch a movie with closed captions on? With subtitles on? I love subtitles. When I watch foreign films, I don't, I don't do dubbed. I don't like it. Mm-hmm. I like it hearing the natural language. I like to hear hearing so that it, cause I feel that it's tone. more, it's natural. I'm like literally in it. Right. And I can read, you know, I can read fast enough to still be able to look up and enjoy the scenery as well mm-hmm. and not just have to be stuck reading words nonstop. So, uh, yeah, I, it wasn't a problem for me. I actually prefer it. So you're going to start watching movies with closed not, captions. Not on, on English speaking. Though. I mean, there's a, that, that for me is just, that gets distracting now. Cause now I, you know, I already, can already understand it. I don't know why I need to read it, but I do what, to get what you're saying. Cause there are times where maybe you, you miss a word or misunderstood mm-hmm. a word, which can actually change maybe the entire tone of a story. Or uh, if there's two different types of conversations going on, you oh, can. That's interesting. I like to both. see if they, if they put two, two captions on both sides of the, the screen. Sometimes no, they're all at the bottom, but sometimes they make one smaller and one and one uh, normal sized. Yeah. Or they'll just put like audio and background and they'll put that so that you gotcha. can know who's who's talking in the foreground and background. Interesting. Uh yeah. but yeah, yeah, it wasn't it wasn't a problem on this side. All right. So here's my here's my take on the movie. Uh acting was superb. Mm-hmm. Um I've never heard of this director, I've never heard of anyone in this cast before. I've never I don't know that I've ever seen them in anything. And that really helped with the storytelling because I'm not distracted. Um, uh, as far as the, the title is very, it, it doesn't give away everything. It's not like back to the future. Great movie. <laughs> Office right. space. Again, right. great movie. Idiocracy. Very, very direct to what it is. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Parasite. I'm curious. Uh, about a half hour into the movie, it was, so this isn't a medical drama? This was is the question paranormal? that was asked to me. I was like, oh no, it's not, by the way. <laughs> and you're not like, wait, drama. there's no aliens involved here? There's Mm-mm. Yeah, alien. No, just one alien in that one. Although there were a whole bunch of eggs. <laughs> um, so all that was great. Uh, the the Again, the soundtrack, spot on. It hit all the markers that I've talked about before. Mm-hmm. The effects, highly believable. Mostly makeup. Again, probably a dummy or two that was used just to, you know, for the effect of, I'm going to kick you down some concrete stairs and you're going to hit yeah. the back of your head <sighs> on a corner of a, uh, I don't you know, know dude. At, at full speed. It changed. Uh, it, 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 it convinced me, man. I totally look like a stunt woman doing that and taking a nice crack to the back of the head. I don't know. That might be some very convincing foam wall too. <sighs> I'm sure. But it was, it was good. You know, falling downstairs is not an easy task, especially mm-hmm. when they're narrow and concrete. <sighs> and when you got a head of steam like that, uh, uh-uh. um, you know, and then she's just laying there at the toward the end. I wonder what happened. Oh, we did we did find out what happened to yeah. her. Um, you know, the 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 hus- her husband being all beat up just looked menacing at that point when he walks out into the sunlight. Um, you know, the uh the poster is very confusing. Uh you're like, is this like some sort of like uh execution film? Not Self even film? that. It's it's well well, but I mean kinda is, isn't it? Right. But part of it is like the poster is like um, a scanner darkly, uh, that kind of thing, like a conspiracy, um, you know, redacting of identity because yeah. it has a black bar across their eyes. I just noticed the the legs at the bottom of the poster. So you can tell somebody's laying in the grass. So you're, I don't know if you're supposed to think someone's dead, but it definitely is. is... Yeah, because that's not a, yeah, there's a fifth person because there's two on the chair. Yeah. See that? And there's a little kid. There's a, there. you there's see a little the kid boy in the, in the, yeah, mirror, in the in reflection. reflection. 
Wow, I just noticed that too. Huh, how about that? Yeah, so it's uh, it's very it's very curious. It, it evokes what the hell's going on here. I mean, I I can't I can't. I, and I said I will. I bought this expecting it to be good, and and I, I will rewatch it. I'm very curious about that black and white version now. Yeah. Um. But you know, at this point, I I can't not give this a five out of five. It was it was that good that solid and that enjoyable dude i'm with you i i like i said for the 30th time now definitely see why it got the praise it got top tier acting um at least from our perspective again you know not being south korean not knowing who these people were ahead of time not being influenced by any of that it was i was so drawn into the story i kind of came in knowing about the social class thing so being more observant of that and and really pulling out you know, the parts of the story that were showing that and telling me that and, and really kind of layering the film to say, hey, this is going to inform what comes later. These the way these people are living this way, the way they're being treated this way, um, you know, score. Oh, you know, I love I love I, I, something I really do pay attention to now is sound and score and really just kind of noticing if it's something that works or doesn't. Um, just a quick, and it's not, it, it doesn't always, you know, and, and I've noticed when it doesn't, I'm just now watching this film on shutter called uh, color out of space with Nicolas cage and the score on this film, you know, really throws me off at the beginning. Cause there's parts of this where there's a lot of dialogue happening and it feels like this music should really turn down a little bit. You know what I mean? And it's, it's very kind of overwhelming. So if it doesn't work well, it can really alter how you see a film. And for me, this one just lit, was more of like an underlining, like you're already feeling this way. Now this, the music's going to make sure you, you notice that you're feeling this way. Um, you know, and elicit the, a lot of the kind of emotions that you're feeling throughout the film. Uh, you know, the writing, again, the actual story itself, I thought it was a really good story. You know, um, like you said, multi-layered themes. So how could you not, you know, and, and it's not about jumping on a bandwagon. It really was that good. I, I defy somebody to actually look at it and say like it was horrible and, and point out why it was horrible. I just thought it was amazing. So yeah, I'm with you, dude. Five, five hidden tunnels out of five for me. That uh, that sums it up. Go watch That's it some, if you have does. Definitely does. Uh, and now we are going to be winding down the month of February, our foreign films month with another. Is this one Korean? This one isn't Korean, is it? Japanese, I believe. Japanese. Um, I saw this a long time ago, dude. I have not seen this in a very long time. And so I'm interested to watch it again with, uh, you know, a couple more years under my belt. Maybe maybe see it differently. Uh, we're going to be checking out. Uh, it's it's a it's a classic, um, cult classic film, Battle Royale. それじゃあ、ビデオ見てもらいます。年内よ。バトルロワイヤルの正しい名と書き方、監修DR法推進委員会。所有学園3年B組の皆さん、こんにちは。はい、こんにちは。今日皆さんは。幸運にも今年度バトルロワイヤルの大賞クラスに選ばれました。おめでとうございます。ありがとうございます。ではこれからお姉さんがルールについて説明します。よく聞いて正しく元気に戦ってくださいね。今皆さんが着ている場所はこ
once or twice. And it was a while ago. I was probably in my early twenties um, when I first saw it. And it's going to be very interesting to see, see uh, your thoughts on this film. So that's next week, Battle Royale. Uh, folks, thanks so much for listening to another episode of Silence Your Phones. We appreciate it. Uh, make sure you head over to the network, BICBP-radio.com. Check it out. Uh, there's a bunch of other podcasts on the network. Um, if podcast is your thing and you like all different kinds of podcasts, the network is where you can find something to tickle your fancy. Other than that, I got nothing else. Sean, you got anything else for the people at home? Yeah, go there to be tickled. Um, but first, put on your mask. And if it's available, get your vaccine. Mm-hmm. Let's uh, be honest. People that listen to podcasts probably are not of the age group yet that uh, not qualify yet. for a vaccine. Unless they're healthcare workers, frontline workers, you know, whatever groups you fall into, check it, check into it. And if you can get it, get it. Uh, or they're your grandparents that, and you produce a podcast. <laughs> Thanks, grandma. Amazing. Amazing. <laughs> uh, folks, it is now time to unsilence your phones.